Hello, listeners. This is your host and game master, Kat. Before we launch into the second arc, I wanted to record a short first arc primer for everyone. I know for a fact the first few episodes have some rough spots and bad edits, as I learned how to do this whole editing an actual play podcast thing. So rather than ask you to listen to a series of what I now consider less than ideal edits, I thought I'd give you this chance to jump in at the second arc after we've established a bit about the characters, the direction of the story, and how they interact with the galaxy far, far away. Hopefully this recap is less intimidating than eight episodes of plot and one interlude. We're introduced to our principal characters of questionable morality individually. I'm Kiel Krennic, a Rodian pilot who hasn't ever timed my Kessel Run, but I'm pretty sure it's better than yours. Alec Arantz, space dumpster to my friends, Karelian mechanic whose only love is a 110 meter long IR3F light frigate named the Arum. Plex Sutzel, Claudite, Diplomat, and Spice Curious Captain of the Aurum. And R3B4, or Reba, the Orange Astromech Droid. All of them work for Sinar Fleet Systems in their Undercover Sales and Acquisitions Division, and they make up the crew of the Aurum, a decommissioned IR3F class light frigate that's been retrofitted by Space Dumpster with a class 3 hyperdrive. Their first mission, rendezvous with an Imperial Remnant located in the Rishi Maze. Meet up with the exiled Moth there, and sell him some ties so he can stick it to the Republic. On their way to Companion Galaxy Auric, Sinar's finest find themselves on Rishi, where they meet and make a deal with one Hondo Onaka, a very legitimate businessman. In exchange for transporting three sealed crates to Rodia, they get directions to their rendezvous with an Imperial Admiral, who will then lead them to the Moth. After meeting with the Admiral and picking up their nav droid, BT-7, and a Cerbic RA-7 protocol droid, they set off on their way through the Rishi Maze. That's our first three episodes. If I may make a suggestion, episode four stands alone without much context and is a wonderful place for you to get started with the actual show. It's a pure farce as the crew of the Aurum makes numerous attempts at refueling with some very interesting results. Pause here and go back to that episode if you'd like to hear more. After a series of mishaps, the Aurum is refueled and back on their way towards the planet whose coordinates BT-7 has given them. As they jump away into hyperspace, four Pike Syndicate ships jump to their last location as we close on Episode 4. Episode 5 sees them reach an aquatic planet in Companion Auric. In orbit, Space Dumpster has the realization that they've arrived on Kamino. Greeted by a number of stormtroopers who sound suspiciously similar, it doesn't take the crew of the Aurum long to realize that the Remnant has restarted the cloning facilities on Kamino. Ever the professionals, Sinar's finest, hold back their excitement with varying degrees of success, Space Dumpster, and make a 3.5 million credit sale of an array of ties with the promise of future purchases should the Remnant be successful. The Remnant sweetens the deal in exchange for a discount. The Aurum has given a squad of five new series clone troopers led by CT-1316, otherwise known as Teener. Sinar's finest and their squad of clones set a course for Rodia to fulfill their verbal agreement with Hondo Onaka, whereupon they're ambushed by the Pike Syndicate. After an intense space battle, they emerge relatively unscathed and head on to Rhodia. Before I go into the recap, I strongly recommend also listening to episodes 7 and 8, just for the opposite reason I suggested listening to episode 4. These two are backstory episodes for Kiel and are deeply emotional role-playing. I'm proud of what we were able to do together, even if we did all end up crying at the end of the session. Pause here to check those two episodes out. I promise they're worth your time. 
Above Rodia, Hondo informs them that they're to deliver crates to Kiel's old boss, Breck Omadi. Upon landing, they discover the contact is actually even closer to home for Kiel, his ex-boyfriend. Gleeksel foe. After shootout with some cops and a deeply emotional resolution for Kiel and Gleeks, the crew heads back to headquarters. They're greeted by their boss, Ms. Wickenheiser, who rushes them to a meeting, but not before admonishing them to remain on their best behavior, as they're set to meet with Wraith Sinar himself. He hands them a high importance mission. Recruit three engineers slash shipwrights from the Mod Calamari sector by whatever means necessary. Their willingness is optional. That's all the story so far. I'll see you later this week for episode 10, Dak in Black. That's Dak D-A-C, like what Mon Calamari and Quarren call their planet. Anyway, I'll talk to you on Friday. Bye. <laughs>